guys must be monday erica sakoshio here with practical biz podcast and if you are always thinking about is your website where it needs to be um i want you to think about something different not about what you want it to be but what does your customer need it to be so today we're going to talk about the user experience and i am joined with a website specialist marcus clock who also happens to be a 17 year old entrepreneur so I'm super excited to have him on our show. Um, I definitely believe in having everybody that we can uh, be on the show, young, old, everybody. So uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So tell folks a little bit about how did you end up at 17 years old becoming a website designer? Yeah. So my brother is an entrepreneur. He's been one for the past five years. And he's definitely had a huge influence on me. So about two years ago, he kind of got me in the whole mindset of things, got me like thinking about like what there could be. And um, I started to realize that I need a skill, a valuable skill, that I would be able to use throughout my entire life. So that's where I started, you know, trying things out. And I picked up on web design. I fell in love with it. To me, it's a whole other art form. You, you create these just different pieces of art each time. And I love it so much. So um, I spent two years learning about it. You know, the basics, playing with websites, creating my own. And then by year two, I decided, hey, like, let's make a business out of it. And here we are. Okay. And so it's not just you. Nope. I have, I have three others. Bryson, Bryson Farron, Shadane Howell, and Evan Starr. Okay. Um, so let's talk first because you're so young. Um, but prior to the show, we talked a little bit and you're, you're wise beyond your year. So let's talk a little bit about like, what were the challenges that you first had starting yeah. your business? Yeah. So in the beginning, the beginning was definitely the biggest challenge because I had so much going on. So I had a job, I had school and that alone just took up my entire day. There'd be days where I would go to school at seven and then I'd get out at three and from four to 10, I'd be working. So there's not a whole lot of room for, um, for working on the business. So I, as like, uh, my brother taught me, I had to make my own time. So in the beginning was definitely tough because I had to wake up at four. That gave me four hours between when I woke up and had, and I had to go to school that I could work on the business. And those were definitely huge. Those definitely got us started. And um, and yeah, definitely time management in the beginning. Good. Um, what would you say your biggest success is since you started? Yeah. So our biggest success, um, something I'm very proud of actually is we worked with the music department in our school. So the music department, it doesn't get a whole lot of recognition. Sure. And when it comes to fundraisers and funding, it, it doesn't get a whole lot of recognition in general. So they did a fundraiser one time, and it was back in October, I believe. It was called Piano Man. It was a show. They had professional performers go there, and, and it was a whole thing. So we realized that we not only need to gain the trust of our community, but these people need our help. So we offered the market for them for free. We ended up getting them on the radio. We ended up getting them in newspapers, and we ended up selling 600 tickets. It was a sellout, and it was the greatest success of our business so far, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah, you should be. That's fantastic. Um, 
What's one thing that you wish that you knew before you started your small business? Yeah, so that's that's a good question. So something I wish I knew, it would definitely be, I say the whole age thing being at 17 years old, I see it as a good and a bad. So the good side of it for obvious reasons is I'm getting a start early. So I get to learn a lot through experience and through different things. And, um, but the bad is definitely like the amount of doubt that comes with it. And you, and it doesn't, it's not just a 17 year old. Like whenever you start a business, you know, there's going to be doubt. Agreed. And the, the, the trouble is you don't know how much until it actually happens, you know? And, um, you know, there's so much doubt when it comes to it and I wish I was better prepared. However, I'm still thankful that I kept going and I'm still thankful that I'm here today. Yeah. Um, and so I thought it was really interesting. You had told me that you no longer work for someone else. You work don't. only yourself. Best two months. So that's amazing. Yeah. So most most small business owners don't move that quickly, aren't able to move that quickly unless they get a loan and they have a lot of other support. So um, that is um, remarkable. So I want to acknowledge that. Thank you. So just to, I just wanted to give people a sense of who you were before we dive into it. I, I really wanted them to understand that you really do know what you're talking about and you are living the same entrepreneurial life as the rest of us who are listening on this show. So let's talk about what do you think when we talk about the user experience and you're creating websites, what do you think some of the things are that a small business owner needs to consider before they hire a consultant like you or me? Yeah, so... The biggest problem that I see on Cape Cod, and it's not just Cape Cod, but the biggest problem I see is these people, they'll go to digital marketers, they'll get a website. However, the thing is, these website, these web designers, they know their worth and they know the value of their skill. Mm-hmm. So they will they will charge you. And I think industry average is about $2,000 per website. Mm-hmm. And some people charge up to $3,000, $4,000 just for that rare skill alone. And I think you definitely have to look at the price, make sure you know what you're buying, as well as check their previous websites. Because a lot of things that web designers do is they'll make a website for a business and then their next client, they will have the same structure as that other business, just different pictures and different text. So you want to make sure it's actually a website that's tailored for your business, that it actually like has the vibe and has the the full feeling of your business and not just another like a template exactly exactly like yeah. a template. um so what do you think that customers are looking for in terms of when they hop on a website yes yeah, so the the key for that is um i think it's different for every every group really every audience so when you're making a website a huge thing about it is market research a huge thing about it is know who you're reaching out to you know, and that will dictate like what kind of colors you want in there, what kind of emotions you want to capture, what kind of fonts you want, how you want things to look on there. Market research is definitely huge for it. And I think majority, it's hard to generalize it, but I think majority would want, you know, like not a lot of work, not a lot of pages. Keep it simple, straight to the point, and um, and also descriptive at the same time. Yeah. So ultimately, the goal of a great website is obviously to it has to be fast. Yes. Right, especially if you have shopping on there, right? Mm. Has to be fast. You have to make sure that you're able to purchase these items because the worst thing you want to do is click something, put it in a car, and then it's spooling for you know a minute lag time. You know all of that. You're gonna have less things in that cart for sure, right? So speed matters. Yep. Um, 
you you talked a little bit about the psychology of it. So share a little bit about that. Like a little get get a little more in detail. Like what colors would you like? I'm gonna make this up. Let's say I own a spa. What colors? What vibe do you think would generally go with that business? So the thing when it comes to like vibes about the business too is like it matters of the owner's mm-hmm. feeling on it too, but it also has a huge role in like how the consumer feels. So for a spa, I would do cool colors, something like blue, maybe teal, and the fonts. I play. I love to play around with fonts. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite parts. And um, the fonts I play around with, and you just want a cool like vibe to it. Is how I'd picture it. Mm-hmm. However. The way I see it is there's like two scales. You can have the the business owner's vision of it and you can have like the consumer thought of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's good to be like somewhere in the middle. You know, you want the consumer to be feeling the right feelings when they go on this website. Mm-hmm. But you also want it to be like the vibe you're looking for, the, the right. feeling you're looking for well, for your business. Yeah, it's got to connect with everything else. Exactly. So now I call you, I think I'm getting this particular thing, and then you actually get to the spa and it's not that. Right? Exactly. So yeah, so that does make sense to make sure that those um, go together. What about, what type of features do you think make it easy to navigate? Yeah, so um, features that I like a lot, is you know you have buttons like the button the back to the top button love that button so much there's there's plugins you can get as well that have like live chats i think live chats are very useful and really like the header in general not me overcomplicating it you know i know it, it's easy to put a lot of stuff down for your business on a website however to keep it as simple as you can however as detailed as you can a lot that's that's the trick right there I think that's that's definitely one of the most important pieces as well. That's great advice. Um, huh, what's the best advice that you have in terms of using visuals on a website to help tell a story? Yes. Okay. So like I said, it depends on the market. However, I really like adding transitions to mine. Okay. I love adding like, you know, having the text come in from the side or a top. I love that so much. I think that's definitely huge. I think... Um, Colors in general. I think the pictures you pick are very important as well. So they should be professional pictures. Exactly. Not pictures from your iPhone. Exactly. Not pictures exactly. from your iPhone, guys. <laughs> you need professional proto- uh, photography. Exactly. You need product photography. You need professional headshots for your team, mm-hmm. right? Because the website can only be as good as the content that you exactly. either allow us to create or that you provide for us, right? Ultimately, I think, you know, the goal, if you think about what is the end goal of the website, would be the way for the customer to either buy from you or to pick up the phone and call you, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you not only set the tone and the vibe, but how you're a little bit different from your competitors. Because I know as a consumer, if I'm looking for a particular product, I will look at at least two websites at a minimum. Not a lot, but, you know, two or three if I... Don't get anybody to call me back. Um, what do you think a small business owner needs to know when selecting like a graphic design to help represent their brand? Like, let's say you don't know, right? You said you work with a lot of like senior um, clients. So how do they know? Maybe like if these these are new words for them, brand. Like you didn't even think about what was your brand, right? 12, 15 years ago, you weren't thinking about that. So now somebody who's owned a business for 25 years, like, they, they maybe don't even know, do I have a brand? Like, how do you help them 
fine tune that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So for graphic design, I would argue it's one of the most important pieces you can do because it depends what you're going for. If you're going to graphic design like a like a logo, definitely one of the most important pieces just because that logo itself is that's your business. And it's going to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your business. It's going to be everywhere, yeah, right? Exactly. So really when it comes down to graphic designers, I would really just see if you can find their previous work see if you can find reviews, you know, stuff like that. If they can give you a sample of something, that'd even be better. Not everybody does that, though. And, um, and yeah, when it comes to branding as well, and I do find that in a lot of a lot of my clients, how they don't have really a clear branding message, mm-hmm. and that is definitely huge. And the branding message itself is going to be one of the things that's going to be on the website. It's another one of those things that's going to be everywhere. So really having a clear plan of how you want to brand yourself I think it's definitely very important. And that continuity. Exactly, exactly. Right. Because I find like a lot of small business owners when they're first starting out, they try to do their own marketing, their own social media marketing because it's free, right? So they're like, oh, I can use camera. I can just make my own. But they don't make a, a storyboard. So they're using yep. different fonts and different colors. Then you're not getting that consistency, you know? Yep. Um, so I think that you have to have that same um, method when you're on your website mm-hmm. and as that converts over to your social, your t-shirt, your hats and all of that. Um, when you create content for a user, I know you, you said, you know, give be as descriptive as possible, but short as possible. Can you give a little bit more detail into that? Yeah. So um, I like to use pictures to describe things a lot. I like, um, I think that's definitely something I use a lot. You know, when it comes down to if we're talking about like us filming something or talking about us, like what we did for someone, I'd throw a picture in there. And I feel like pictures also speak for themselves and they're they're, they're better than, you know, a paragraph. So I think there's there's different ways you can do that. Definitely. I think you should only incorporate the things that are going to be most important to the consumer. Maybe not most important to you, but to the consumer. I think that's definitely going to increase your consumer like experience a lot. And, um, and yeah, definitely cause you can, you can go on and on, especially on the about us page on the about us page. Oh, don't even get me started. You can, <laughs> you can go, you don't want to know about my cat, my dog, my goldfish. My... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can go on and on and on. And the important thing is to, you know, keep it simple, keep it short and keep it to like what the consumer is going to like the most. Okay. Um, so let's say you don't know what your consumer likes the most. What's your recommendations? On how is a small business owner figure out how to convert what their consumer wants on that website? Yeah. So the biggest thing you could do, and it's in, I use WordPress. Yeah. So WordPress has a wonderful analytics as well as Shopify. I think studying those analytics are definitely going to be huge. So if you have a consumer going to your page, they go to your homepage, let's say they put something in a cart, they go to the checkout, but they don't check out okay, something's wrong with the checkout page. Let's like revise it. Let's figure out what's going on. I think those are definitely the analytics and studying everything about your business and constantly making improvements. Our website has been redesigned three times in the past two months mm-hmm. just because I'm always on there and I'm always like, what can I do? Us too. And it's hard because you do offer so many things, right? But um, Exactly. At the end of the day, we are, again, building these websites, not for us, mm-hmm. but for our consumers. So we have to think about that. Um, also, too, I know sometimes people are 
um, really trying to figure out what do I post on social? And so this is a great opportunity to do those polls with your customers and gain more feedback from them uh, as well. And then you take that information on top of your analytics. It's nice when you have a consumer voice because on social, when someone makes a comment, you can ask them for more details. Can't really ask an analytic that. The analytic is great to say, this is your demo. Who's going on your website? Here's how long they're spending. Here's what they're, here's the pages that they're going to. And then if you find that their pages are not going to, maybe get rid of them. Like you said, keep it clean and simple. Um, what do you think a small business owner needs to know before they hire somebody? I know you had said, you know, look at their past work. What else do you think they should look for? I think, um, I think they should definitely look for, I mean, I guess their, their pricing is definitely huge because there's, like I said previously, you know, there's going to be people who know their value and know like they're going to overcharge you for that. I think that's definitely important. If they have reviews, you know, definitely check them out. But I say most importantly, honestly, I think it's checking their previous work. Yeah. I think their previous work determines like how they're going to and so I think even on top of that, if, if you know, they have these things on in their portfolio, not only if their work, because their work could be great, but they could have been really hard to work with, or they could have not made deadlines. So th there's a lot of other pieces. So I think not only looking at their website, so oh, yeah, they made eight cool websites to maybe call a few of their clients and say, hey, I'm thinking of considering using so-and-so. What was your experience, right? Because um, that, I think matters and it depends on not only the price but how quick do you need it turned around um you know was it was it a struggle to get stuff done there's another company that we had on not that long ago i won't say their name even though they they disclose it in the podcast but they said they waited over a year for a website and they ended up doing it themselves and they didn't get back the deposit so that's why i think you know maybe just calling the other clients to see how that went and i think also is to see like how how much, how often can you contact them? Because when you're dealing with stuff like a website, for instance, mm -hmm. there's always rough cuts. There's always things that always need to be improved. And to know that this person will get on the phone with you, talk to you through this is definitely important instead of just like you having the schedule weeks in advance, uh, just one call with them. Yeah. I think it's definitely an important thing. Oh, yeah. It's a process. Oh, definitely yeah. a process. Oh, yeah. And how important do you think um, maintenance is? Uh, like, Zach. Yeah. Right. So it really does make sense to not only have somebody design it, mm. because like you said, even the web designers are updating our own websites on a regular basis because new things come out or you find that your analytics say, oh, we got to skew this way or that way. So I think, you know, maintenance is a really important part of, right. of that relationship because it's a relationship, right? It's not a yeah. one and done. It's a relationship. Um, what is your best piece of practical advice for small business owners in regards to anything that you do? Because I know you, you do web you do you do you know social you do a lot of things social media is definitely what i work on the most okay off the bat social media i'd get a website formed but i would strive to have a good social media presence because i believe the statistic is 91 percent of people go on their phones to check social media a day and i think that's it you just having a presence there mm -hmm. being active in the community on there you know liking commenting and also having people comment on yours as well and responding the comments just being aware of what's going on in the digital world when it comes down to social media i think it's definitely one of the most important things a business can do yeah and i think you touched on something earlier not only on social media but in real life like you saw a need mm -hmm. 
getting it, you know, ahead of that that project at your school and, you know, you got in front of all of those people, how many of those people at that school own their own businesses, mm-hmm. right? The parents of those those kids at that school. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, this is a great, this is a great guy. This is a great company, you know, doing things in your community, not just social. Like, oh, look at me, I'm being great. But in real life too, right? Yeah. I think makes a difference, which is probably why you were able to quickly um, succeed and be able to work on your business itself. Um, do you have any other, before we wrap it up, do you have any other practical tips or advice that you think that we should share that we didn't touch on? I think, honestly, I think a business owner, when they're first originally starting off and they're getting a website and a digital presence formed, honestly, try it yourself. Try it yourself. See how it looks. See how, how you feel about it. You know, I think definitely trying yourself first before you go, I think you should not try it yourself. Like, just don't try it yourself and go in without any knowledge of what anything is. Sure. I think if you do a little bit of research and just try and figure it out yourself, so then at least when you do go and talk to a web designer, you know the right questions to ask. Well, you also understand how long it takes and the amount of work and all, exactly. all of that. You can make it look great, but does it have good SEO? Exactly. Do, you know, exactly. Does, it, does it speak to my customer? There's a lot of a lot of things. Like, I can brush my own teeth, but I still go to the dentist. <laughs> exactly. So you want to make sure that, you know, there's, there's some correlation there. Um, I think that that's great advice. So look at the camera and tell people how they can get hold of you. Yeah, so Ember Marketing, we're, we're, uh, we have our website, and that's where people, you know, get in contact with us. We don't have a location yet. It's embermarketing.com, and you can, you know, check us out, send us a quick email, and um, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. You have anything to say to the other young entrepreneurs out there? <laughs> do i think the biggest thing i struggled with in the beginning was not doing anything standing still just it, you don't have to go out and start a business right off the bat just do something do something something to get on the path something to get yourself moving and eventually you'll be able to open up your business no problem yeah so thank you for tuning in we have a few things we want to say first we'd like to invite you to our 2023 rhode island small business conference Uh, coming up on September 21st at the Event Factory. So if you're listening, you're out there, we would love for you to join us, whether you're in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, come on out, meet lots of other great business owners, young, old, everybody will be there. Um, Secondly, if you love our content, please like, subscribe, share our podcast with your friends, people that own their own small businesses. Um, We are working really, really hard to bring you the best content. If there's someone that you want on our show, Please let us know in the comments below and we will track and seek them out. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Are you a business owner? Are ready to get your startup? Well, started. Have a burning question you'd like us to answer? Want to know more about the services we offer? Or register for upcoming workshops and events? Looking to book a guest speaker? Or like to be a guest on the Practical Biz podcast? Visit our website at stellarbusinessconcepts.com.